Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, we're live. Hello, welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. This is my accomplice, Gemma Torres Duramo. She's here to say hi. We are going to be tuning in today to share about um, mind body solutions for teens with depression and anxiety. It will definitely apply to everyone with depression and anxiety, but it will give us a little bit more of a, a look at parenting, which is so appropriate that you're here with me because I'm a parent. She's not a teen yet, but getting there. So welcome. Let us know where you are tuning in from. Um, and if you're listening on the recording, we loved hearing where you're tuning from or what your thoughts are as we go through the broadcast. Do you have kids as well? Hello, beautiful Gemma. <laughs> Hello, Ellen. You have any last words you want to say before I get started? Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Love you, girl. All right. So, um, there's a lot I have to share on this, and we did create a kids program several years back called Mind Body Kids because so many parents uh, in this community have been sharing, like, my kids are having challenges, behavioral challenges, anxiety, depression, or chronic illnesses that aren't resolving. I, as a physician, have seen many, many, many times um, kids physical or emotional or mental challenges and illnesses resolve completely when their parents have participated in this work. And I've really looked into like, what is it that has us be so tied and so connected to our kids, even adult children, that it has their physiology reflect what, what kind of paradigm we are in, meaning our belief system, our perspectives, our fears, actually affect their system and how we can re resolve this. So we're like in an independent, highly functioning system and they are in the same. And it actually has a lot to do with what's happening within you, in your body as a parent. So I'm gonna speak to this from that perspective as well. Um, the Mind Body Kids program is at drkimd.com. Um, I think it's just kids that you can go there if you want to learn more. Um, oh, maybe it's under, uh, let me just find what that is so we can share it because that program is really great. A lot of people have had um, great results with that. There are tools specifically for kids. Yeah, it's under drkimderamo.com forward slash tapping kids. Um, and that will bring you the series. Yeah, that's the whole page on the site or you can just go through my website and. Uh, and navigate there. So anyway, that has really great resources that go a lot deeper into this, but I'm going to give you the overview and some really great tools in this session. So at least you get sort of a touch in on this. I've seen so, so, so often when I've worked with individuals, either they'll tell me like my four-year-old no longer has night terrors, boom, it disappeared, or this uh, chronic you know, digestive problems they were having, boom, my kid is better. Or older kids with like anxiety, depression, or like slamming the door, I don't want to talk to you, totally resolves. The kids get off medications, um, no longer need to go to a therapist, all kinds of really, really amazing things as the parent awakens. So hello to everyone who's tuning in. Ellen, Lisa from Nottingham, England, Jody from Canada, Rita from British Columbia, no kids, Rebecca from the Netherlands, Karen from San Fran, three little girls, Stephanie, hello, say more. Someone in Facebook from Montreal, Canada. Awesome, welcome everyone. Sharon from Michigan. Is surrogate tapping a good option? We can touch base on that as well. Vinit from India. Great, Laura from New Mexico. Krista from Alberta, Canada, someone in Facebook from Madrid, Cindy from Highland Beach, Florida, awesome, Arizona. Thanks, Alicia, for sharing the link. Mindbody-kids. I think tapping kids brings you there as well. Yep, it does. So drkimd.com forward slash tapping kids. All right. Anyway, let's get into the meat. So 
The first thing we need to understand, especially in, in my realm of medicine, where we're not looking at the body as a solid, separate, physical thing. We understand your thoughts, your beliefs, your perspectives directly affect your physiology, directly affect your cells, directly affect your genes. So in the study of psychoneuroimmunology, which is now psychoneuro endocrine immunology, we understand, whoa, none of these things are separate. The thinking brain sends chemicals and signals that are hormonal, that are in the digestive, involved in the digestive system, that are um, directly impacting the immune system and the endocrine system. So everything is all in the same signaling. There's no separation whatsoever. And that immediately there are effects, meaning as soon as you shift your thoughts, like, whoa, what else is possible? It's going to shift all of your physiology. Your immune system is strengthened. Your hormonal system is rebalanced. Your digestive system is stronger. Even your gut microbiome is more vibrant and more alive. Whoa, this is really powerful. So let's look at how this affects your kids. It's not just chemical, meaning we're bioelectric. We are made of electromagnetic energy. And before we see those chemical cellular changes, which can be measured in the body, in the blood, in the brain, even before that, we see what's even faster, it's immediate, the electromagnetic changes. So if you just sit here right now and think of either a problem you've been having in your life or a problem you've been experiencing with your child or your kid's challenge that they're experiencing, I want you to just feel in your body what is the cellular experience? So all you're going to do is think about that challenge or think about, wow, my kid is struggling with X, Y, Z. And I want you to feel what you feel in your body. So take a few deep breaths. Let the breath deepen if you can. Let it slow, let it deepen as you soften your shoulders or just lift them up and then jump them back down. You'll let the breath come more into the lower lungs, just releasing the tension in the shoulders, neck, upper back. The breath will naturally go deeper. So just slowly breathing. Let everything go. And then think of this. Roxy said, my nephew just left this world prematurely this weekend. Yeah. So anything you're experiencing, whoa, there's stuff coming up in my life. There's challenges or my children and the challenges they're having. My 18 year old is heading to college, sometimes has challenges, manning self negative talk. Good. I want you to feel what do you feel in your body referent to what you just said. So think of like my challenge or my kid or my kid's challenge. And I want you to feel what arises in your body. Maybe you feel totally at peace, at ease. Maybe there's fluttering in your stomach. Maybe there's tension in your neck or jaw. Maybe there's a heaviness. Or maybe there's just you feel energy like a, uh, you know, fluttering or speeding up or anxiety. Who knows? But I do want you to tune in. Take a few breaths. What do I feel in my body when I think about this? So Cindy says, jittery. Good. And you may even have like, where's that located? If you do, right? If it did have a location, if it did have a size, what would that be? So see if you can get even more specific in tuning in. Jaw tension, gut tension. Thank you, Sarah. Roxy, fear in my chest, heavy chest, tight in my jaw. Good. So just breathe into whatever you're noticing and you can go to the next step of what would be the size if it did have a size. What would be the temperature, the texture? Is it airy and fluffy like a cloud? Is it dense and hard like a bowling ball? Um, anything else that you might want to just look at? Get curious and let yourself play with it, meaning, well, if I did know, what would it be? Because sometimes the mind interferes and thinks, I'm not doing it right, or I don't think that's what it really is if new information comes in. So just let the new information come in. Mid-back tension, 
muscle spasm. Good. So you're just witnessing. Thank you, body, for showing me this. It's just energy. Your body will not lie. It will give you a lot of information. It's the way you're tuning into it that has it register or like just this is a problem. I've got to medicate it. So you're just going to tune in. Okay. Your body is an energy field and you believe it or not, are carrying certain energies, certain consciousnesses, certain beliefs, even if you aren't aware of them. For example, I better work hard, study hard, do as I'm told, or I won't succeed in life. Now, maybe you are aware that you're carrying that and maybe you're not. It's going to, however, affect your kid either way. Meaning, even if you tell your kid, you're amazing, you can do anything, I will love and nurture you, I accept you exactly as you are. If this thing is in your energy system, they're going to feel that more strongly than your words. So I've seen this so, so often where the kids are actually reacting. You know, imagine you got like a little being on your shoulder who's like, pow, 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 giving them a little like jab of judgment, a little punch of like, unacceptance over here and you're like i have no idea why my kid has so much anxiety because you're not aware of these energies in your own system so it's really easy to begin to connect with them but you've got to actually begin to connect with yourself instead of seeing the problem out there when it's out there oh my kids get this thing let's take him to the doctor let's take him to the therapist let's take him we got to handle it it's out there if you just take a moment and feel Hey, let's just check it out. What's going on in here when I feel all oh, my kids' diagnosis or my kids' habits or my kids' tendency or the challenges my kid is having? He's upset about blah, blah, blah. What do I feel in my body? Because it will come up. Your body will not lie. It will show you exactly what you're holding, but you got to develop the adeptness to put some awareness into this space of, of you, your energy, your system. Because usually we don't do that. We're trained to see the body as a separate solid thing. So if my kid has a problem, it's over there in their body. We got to look over there. But it is crazy how much I've seen when we resolve this in the energy, the physical body responds. Jennifer, I can't see the video. Oh, is my video showing you guys? Sarah said, the size feels like it expands outside my body. Brick-like. Excellent. Perfect. Katerina, lower back pain. When you said, thank you, body, there was a relief. Yeah. Talk to your body. Be generous and loving with your body. Awareness has diminished, diminished the size and weight. Great, Sarah. Thank you for saying that. If all I do is become aware of this energy, what I'm holding, and I breathe, it will allow the energy to expand. And anything that's not serving you dissipates. Anything that is serving you strengthens when you bring breath. So we do a lot more of this on my online programs where we work with this more in depth. But even just in this moment on our on our Mind Body TV broadcast, just breathe and notice what you notice. You may see a lot of it begin maybe to intensify as it expands and then completely dissipate and resolve, which is very, very common. Cindy, my pediatrician, William Sears, shared this with me when my first child was born 30 years ago. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so that's the first thing is we do have an energy body. We are vibrational first and foremost and physical secondarily, meaning the strongest principle is the energy. It will affect cells, it will affect hormones, it will affect your brain, it will affect your genes, it will affect everything going on in your body. And this has been shown to be the strongest medicine, meaning more impactful than any antibiotic known to man or any drug or pharmaceutical that's ever been created, 100% of the time more impactful than physical things you can do, meaning they do sham surgeries where they're not even actually doing surgery. They just talk it through as if they're doing surgery. They make a little incision on the surface. I don't do anything else. And the person wakes up, you know, they've been through this whole thing and their body is healed. What? What's actually happening with this new interpretation? So this system, how we communicate from the mind thoughts, beliefs, perspectives to the body is more powerful 
than anything else we've seen physically. So let's leverage this. Let's use this. And here we're going to look at how does this affect your kid? So many, many kids are experiencing huge amounts of anxiety and depression. Now we can talk all day long about what a bad thing this is and make it wrong and we got to medicate them and we've got to suppress them and this is outrageous. We've got to get control of this huge amount of teenage suicide. Great. But what we're going to look at is what can we do to work with what's happening in their system, what's right about this, we're not getting, and support them through this transition rather than suppress it. Now, that may be really, really hard to hear if you're like, but what about suicide? But what about, I just can't stand to see my kids suffer for 10 more seconds. We've got to suppress this. Great. I'm not going to say, don't do that. I'm going to say 100% of the time it's limited, meaning it doesn't actually resolve the illness. I'm not saying don't do it, just saying let's look at this. I'm also saying that it will require more and more effort, medication, dosage, et cetera, to continue suppressing this as time goes on, it's going to get harder to treat. That's 100% of the time. And what we also see is a very, very high percentage, it doesn't work anyway meaning no matter what medications we do, no matter what therapies we're doing, it's not uh, it's not gonna suppress the symptoms and they're still suffering. So let's look at what I've seen and what many other doctors have seen that actually helps it unwind and resolve so that child no longer has a diagnosis, no longer has an anxiety disorder, no longer has depression. And that is to first recognize what is actually happening here. So we gotta look at energy. In the old paradigm, right, this is the consciousness we're in. Children should be seen and not heard. Um, I've got to control my kids and make them behave. Um, work hard, get a job, you know, apply yourself, work harder, and you'll succeed. Um, even just the idea that your body is a physical thing and there's nothing else to it. This is a consciousness. And if you feel in your body right now, not the idea of children should be seen and not heard, but the experience. Take a few deep breaths. Whether you ever heard that term before or not, what does it feel like in your body, right? We should be seen and not heard. We all are children. We all have the expressive new being inside of us who's like, I'm here, love me, right? To be fed and nurtured. And then they end up in this paradigm where it's like, hey, don't listen to your inner self. It's a tough world out there, but don't worry. I've got it all figured out. We've got a whole school system around this. We're going to show you the ropes. If you listen to us, you're going to be okay, right? Then what do we do? We shut down our own inner knowing. We go through the educational system, maybe a religious system, maybe whatever with parenting, society. We constantly learn, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. And we look outside of ourselves for answers. So just feel, what does that feel like in your body? This child should be seen and not heard. I have to work hard to succeed. I better listen, follow, obey the rules, and then I'll be okay. Because the assumption is I'm not already okay as I am. Just feel it. <laughs> Heaviness, definitely with seen but not heard. Yes, this applies to teenagers, kids, teens, and even adults. Is it possible to heal an alcohol-induced brain injury? Yes, 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 yes. Not because I believe it. We've already seen this scientifically. Our motto, you have to feel it to heal it. Uh, brought tears, Sharon. Yeah, so your body isn't going to lie. Energetically, it feels repressive and suppressive to be in that paradigm, belief system, societal structure where these things are true or where these things are enforced. So you just want to feel what does it feel like? Now, kids right now are way more energy sensitive. All of us are more energy sensitive when we're born because it hasn't been trained out of us to suppress it, to not listen, to not connect, right? It's only later on when we like medicate or distract or put all our attention on, let me just please everyone and I'll be okay, that we learn to disconnect from what's happening within ourselves. So kids are naturally more energy sensitive and we're in a huge awakening where we're realizing, wait a minute, there's genius in every one of us, we're all here to contribute something. It's not about following the rules. It's about finding who am I and, and, and expressing that to contribute 
to the all. We're all connected. We're not separate. We're all meant to have a contribution. I'm a beautiful person. Or um, what else is in this paradigm is as I accept myself more fully, I thrive, right? In the old paradigm, as I repress myself and conform more fully, I thrive. So you just got to begin to realize how toxic and suppressive it feels to even imagine those kinds of ideas, let alone embody them, which most of us, that is what's in our energy system. Okay. So you have a child who's like, here I am in the world. They're meant to function in this open, expressed way. They're being watered and nurtured with ideally healthy organic foods. Uh, and they're not in this toxic emotional environment. Well, that's not what's happening. So these kids aren't thriving. They feel the heaviness. They feel the suppression. They feel the fear of, <gasps> I'm not okay. I better make sure I get acceptance. I better make sure everyone likes me. I better make sure I suppress what I think and go along with what everyone else thinks. What does this do to your system? <laughs> right? It's like a constant buzz of fear. What does this do to your brain? It's a constant trigger to the amygdala. The amygdala is the fight or flight system. I'm not okay. Let's secrete some cortisol here. Except instead of it being 20 seconds running from the tiger, it's 20 hours of the day right? <gasps> Someone didn't like what I said on Facebook and it's triggering the amygdala and that kid or adult, yes, is living in massive amounts of anxiety, fear, fight, flight, freeze, even though they're just sitting there in their bedroom and there is no actual threat. So this repatterns the brain to a new state, a new normal, so to speak. I'm not okay. I got to keep running. I'm not okay. I got to keep working it. I'm not okay. I got to keep looking over my shoulder, protecting myself. And their entire system gets repatterned around this new reality, right? Immune system completely out of whack. They cannot fight viruses, bacteria, restabilize their immune system. They've got uh, autoimmune, blah, 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 rheumatoid, fill in the blank. We're making up new diagnosis each day to keep up with all the ways the immune system is getting dyscrasia or imbalanced from what's going on with these tensions. Uh, digestive system. I've seen so many kids who've been for years going to a gastroenterologist and no one can figure out what's going on. And we have one session and rebalance what's going on neurologically. And that kid has zero digestive symptoms. I've also, however, seen the same thing from working with that child's parents. Didn't even meet the kid, didn't even look at the kid, just rearranging the energy alignment that the parent is carrying. So this is really, really powerful. It is not a subtle effect that we can look at after we imagine, you know, 10 different trials of medication and see what, what's wrong and do CAT scan and figure it out. Well, then I guess we'll go to this other thing. No, let's look at this first. Let's resolve the energy. It only takes a few seconds to look at what's actually going on in the system. Yep. Uh, panic attacks are more intense than just anxiety. Yep, that's what I had as well. Severe, severe panic attacks. Is anxiety like a panic attack? Anxiety is like an underlying chronic, whoa, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. Panic is like a thousand times that. It's it's exponentially more of like I'm falling out a 20-store window, but I'm just sitting here. All right, so we are in this acceleration, meaning that child system is equipped to live in a realm of I'm loved unconditionally. It's okay for me to express my own knowing, my own truth, even if no one else agrees. Um, this realm of I'm, I'm one, I'm connected with all beings around me. My truth is love and harmony. As I love myself, I thrive. As I love myself, I succeed. As I love myself, my body is healthy. But what are we actually feeding that kid? Yeah. Consciously or unconsciously is kind of the opposite of that. What's wrong with you? Let's fix it. And so that's one of the things that's happening. Now, what happens with parenting? Yeah. Sorry. Don't make yourself wrong for this. Okay. We try to fix the problem. What we're actually doing is I can't stand what I'm feeling when I see you experiencing this. I can't stand what I'm feeling when I see you suffering. But what am I feeling as a parent is, oh my God, I did something wrong. Oh my God, it's because I did X, Y, Z when they were young. I shouldn't have done this. 
oh my gosh, I feel out of control and helpless. We got to get this under control. So I don't feel what I'm feeling. And now I know we love our children more than life itself. And there's some stuff that comes up for us with parenting that we just don't realize we can meet. When I've met my fear and allowed myself to move beyond it, I actually parent from love. I have wisdom, inspiration, awareness, clarity. Oh, let's do this. Like I would have never had if I was trying to suppress fear. I don't want to go too much into this because it's a big, big topic. And we do talk about it a lot more in the Mind Body Kids program. But when I begin instead to start, what am I feeling in my body when I look at or think about my kid with this problem? Okay, so you think about your kid being bullied or you think about your kid being sick or you think about your kid fill in the blank. It's all really horrifying. What comes up in you? And just 10 breaths. If you're willing to feel, witness, and breathe even 2% more fully, the energy releases and the clarity can come in. The energy releases and your presence shifts. And guess what we've seen scientifically in medical science? Your presence is medicine or poison for your kid. Meaning you show up, oh my God, I'm so scared. There's something wrong and I need to do it. And maybe I shouldn't have done this. And maybe I gave you too much of that. And it's my fault. And I feel ashamed and I feel inadequate as a parent. They feel it. And those things intensify when your kid is struggling. So they're going to feel it more. Now, there's nothing wrong with having that. It's just when it's unchecked and it's like active in your system, but you're like trying to escape it, you don't, uh, that it has power. So you could have all the fear, but your love will be more powerful if you're willing to breathe through your fear and recenter your own body. Now, I don't know if I'm making myself super clear with this. Your energy body is going to affect your kid. It's either going to be medicine or it's going to be poison. But I guarantee you, your kid will feel it more powerfully than probably anybody else in your life. So sometimes when I'm working with adults, we'll actually look at what's coming up with their kid as a mirror. What is this bringing up in you? Would you be willing to receive it? What's right about this I'm not getting so that you can transmute what's happening in you. That's creating this. If we make ourselves wrong in this equation, however, it gets a lot more muddied. So that's hard to do when you're a parent. You're like, this is the most important thing in my life. I've seen personally how quickly my kids will just like dissolve from like a spin out or like tantrum-y kind of, you know, something starting. And if I just center my body, boom, it dissipates. Whatever it is they're dealing with. So it's hard because those are the things that can trigger us the most. <gasps> what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't say that. Wait a minute. Don't run around. And you don't realize the contraction and the tension your system goes into. I'm not saying don't take action, set boundaries, guide your kid. Absolutely but do it from a space of center, not from a space of your own spin out. Oh, this is why homeschooling can be dangerous. <laughs> I know, I know. Kids are so empathetic, they get it. Even babies get it. I did that with my kids, I'm doing that with my grandkids, awesome. Oh, thank you, Susan. I love you, Dr. Kim, you've changed my life for the better. Yeah, this is why we work on ourselves. It's key. Thank you. Yeah. And I would say, Angela, that's a, such a great point. Like center back on myself because that's where I have the greatest leverage to resolve whatever is coming up in my life that's unwanted. Oh, yeah. I, this is huge. I have a seven-year-old daughter who is incredibly sensitive to my energy. Yeah. Like my nine-year-old daughter, super, super dialed in and she'll actually give me feedback. And if I'm willing to receive that, I get a gift, right? Like, mom, you're addicted on your phone because, <laughs> you know, she's now on devices and there's all kinds of stuff going on with that. And she's like, well, you're addicted on your phone. I'm like, you know what? You're 100% right. And I'm willing to receive that and not make myself wrong because I want to leverage my own alignment as a way to establish that alignment for her. I can tell her all day long, don't do this behavior. Don't do that behavior, right? Do as I say, not as I do. That's in the old paradigm. The old paradigm is 
doesn't matter what's going on on the inside. Do as I say, not as I do. These kids are way too smart for that. They're calling bullshit. So if you're holding those energies, they're going to react, respond, mirror that for you. But if I'm not willing to receive it, now I got to make my kid wrong. If I'm willing to receive it, oh my God, you're right. I'm totally holding that. I'm totally doing that. No, that's not serving me. That's not serving you. It's hard when I learn and teach what's being offered here. And my husband, parents, very authoritative and annoyed. How do you fix that? So that can have to do, that can have a lot to do with where do I butt heads with someone who doesn't see it the way I see it. We could do a whole broadcast just on that. <laughs> How do I butt heads with someone who sees it differently from the way I see it? This is coming up in the world right now in a major, major way where if I see it this way um, and I think I'm more awakened, then I must be right. And so the other guy must be wrong. But what I've found universally is that whenever I think I'm right, 100% of the time I'm wrong. Whoever thinks I'm right is 100% of the time wrong because there isn't right or wrong. There's this would be helpful insight, right? There's here's what this creates. Here's what that creates. So if you can show up in curiosity, openness, and receptivity to your husband, he's going to be infinitely more open and receptive to you. But that's hard, right? Because we go into fear. But this is not okay when it comes to my kids. So with unthinkable compassion, I am sharing this because I don't think there's anything more challenging we could possibly go through in life than some of the stuff that happens with parenting or some of the stuff that could happen when it comes to having a child. And we don't really need to talk about that. But like, as soon as you're a parent, you just opened yourself to one of the worst experiences that could possibly happen if something happens to that child. Like, oh my gosh, why did I do this, right? I just opened myself to something that could be so horrifying. Well, it's because of love. Because of the, uh, uh, the choice to receive that much love, we've got to be willing to transmute the space of that much fear. Not have that fear. Not, hey, you got to take the good with the bad. No, we've got to expand into enough love that we will hold space even for this unthinkable thing. And when we can do that, we can parent from love. When we aren't willing to do that, we're parenting from fear. <gasps> don't do this. Oh, don't do that. Oh, my God. Constantly trying to avoid the worst. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we don't guide our kids. I'm saying when we've transmuted this, I've been willing to meet this space of the unthinkable and keep my heart open. Now I can have the power. I can have clarity. I can have wisdom. I can have guidance in parenting that kid in the highest possible way. I can't have that when I'm in fear. Oh, <laughs> uh, someone else said, two of my daughters probably have ADD. Are you saying I can help them by healing my energy? A hundred percent, hundred percent that it can impact them so favorably and so powerfully. Letting her have her self-expression, being willing to receive it. It's teaching me so much. Oh, you sweet love. Thanks, Susan. The old paradigm BS, LOL. Yeah, the old paradigm belief systems are heavy and dense, and it's so compressive to that kid, kid's energy system. You wouldn't be surprised whether they're like, ah, get me out of here, and overwhelmed with you know suicidal depression or severe anxiety. It's that suppressive. It will create hormonal imbalance. It will create brain imbalance. It will create serotonin and dopamine imbalance. Absolutely. So we could look at those physical things and say, we got to medicate this. Uh, great. I'm not saying I'm not against medication. I'm saying don't lose sight of where it came from and don't not address what's actually creating it. Generational fears have certainly been present in my parenting. I see the same fears in so much of my family. Yes. Yeah, so will you be the one to, to receive them instead of trying to avoid them? so that they can transmute. Because when you witness, breathe, allow, it, the energy will move through. We can teach our kids to meditate, to do affirmations, and how to self-regulate and love themselves. Yes, and unless you're embodying the consciousness you're asking them to step into, it's gonna be really hard. Yeah.
<laughs> fear and worry or negative energy. Parents, he, he oh, the, okay, yeah, the parenting. He parents like something's wrong with them. But the more you're in opposition to that, the more it's actually going to intensify. He won't have another option. Yep, 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 yep. So the mixed messages, Jennifer, where your husband's on a different channel, you're in this channel, the more you're even afraid of his channel, it's going to intensify things. The more you're like, you know what? I'm going to be at peace with what is. They chose both of us as parents. And the more I'm at peace with what is, the more light comes through me. The more my kids feel the peace I'm in, the more it counters everything else happening in their lives. But as soon as you go into opposition against the other parent and you see it as a threat, you're really not in your power. You're diminishing the frequency you're in so you have less power and the truth coming through you is less potent. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So the third thing I wanted to say is, is tools. How do I begin to meet the fear that's in me, right? Because there's so much fear that'll come up if the other parent is doing these things that I think are bad things. <gasps> and then it's like, I either need to control it. I got to teach him. I got to show him. I got to make him see, which is like, oh, or I'll just be passive. I guess there's nothing I can do, which is also not empowering. So whether it's that dynamic or it's just the fear of like, whoa, if, if I let go of controlling my kids, they won't be okay. So just question that, huh? What's actually true here? Where is my point of power? You know, or the third thing, I see my kids struggling. They really are suffering. I do have to intervene. I do have to stop this. I do have to grab the reins and tense up and make this different, right? So that's another thing that can come up. So all you're going to do is question, how does it feel in my body to own that as true? Heavy light. What if something else were true? Doesn't mean I have any idea what that is. What if there's something else possible? What else is possible here? And all you're going to do is feel the frequency shift in your body from conclusion. It's not okay. I've got to control it. I've got to clamp down to possibility, openness, conclusion to openness. What else might be possible here? Lighter or heavier? Might be scarier, but is it lighter or heavier? Just witness that. Awareness is the medicine. So you got to first open to a new possibility. What's right about this I'm not getting? What's happening here that could be a gift? Where's the point of power? Uh, what else is possible? So that's the first step. Breathe into what you notice. Breathe into your body. Your body can only live in the now. It will not lie. It will feel the energy and register the energy to the degree that you tune in. In means not over there, what's happening with my kid, in within me. So that's the second piece. Tune in and witness. Breathe. And then the third piece is receptivity. There may be insight. Maybe there's just a relaxing. I have no idea what to do, but I do feel 2% more calm. Good, now you're receptive. And it's only when you're receptive that you can see the solution, that you are being the solution, that you can have the wisdom and the clarity. Um, but that's because you're already being the resonance that is the medicine. Okay, so pause, look, and listen. Okay, the first step is pause. I'm in this conclusion. It's not okay. Wait a minute. What else is possible? Look, I'm going to feel, whoa, I'm like really revved up right now. There's a lot of energy moving. I'm tight in my belly or I'm seeing my behavior my mom did. All right, look. And then the third one is listen. Stay tuned. Maybe not in this 10 seconds. Maybe it's in 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days. But if it's insight that's going to unwind the whole conundrum that's been the problem, maybe for years, it's worth it. Okay. Stop, look, listen. <laughs> Let me know how that resolves. And I know some people are saying like, I've done this. It didn't work. Like that always comes up. And it's like, where am I in victim? I'm doing the thing. They're not listening to me. All right. Let's like resolve that idea. 
that I'm powerless, right? Because you either are connected with infinite power or you're not. So let's get, let's not argue for the limitation. Let's actually look at what could come through. Why has it not been working? Because I have an agenda. <laughs> I'm trying to make this thing happen that I think should happen. What actually could be the highest is you're like, I'm going to let my child have their pain. I'm going to let my child have their experience. And instead of trying to take it away from them, I'm going to usher them through it and stand beside them and teach them to navigate within their own system, to connect with their own wisdom, because it is so much more powerful than anything I could ever give them as a parent. Way more powerful way to parent. And it's like, let that kid have that experience at nine rather than saving them from it. And then they don't have it till they're 29. And it's always going to be more extrapolated, more, it's always going to be more intense because you're not really, you know, as much there beside them. Oh, sweet Stefania. I lost my daughter. It's horrible. The pain's so deep. It's a part of us mothers. Yep. And to keep your heart open with a pain like that, it's like unthinkable. But it is the thing that has us connect with that child unconditionally, whether they're still on this physical plane or they're not. It's the thing that has us connect with them as they are, wherever they are. So blessings to you and what courage it, 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 it takes to keep our heart open when there's so much pain. I'm struggling to not need my young adult kids validation and support after a nasty divorce. They took dad's side. He makes everything and is against me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So when you know the truth, you don't need to prove the truth. The truth will always reveal itself. And in this 10 seconds, they may, may, may be like, yeah, mom's the bad guy and have a lot of judgment. But if you're unwilling to judge yourself, no matter what, you are in harmony. And it's pretty much un universal that they will come to see, wait a minute, what was I even thinking? I mean, it's, it's, it's a matter of when. But when you're not willing to fight and clench down and go into control, which is actually what you're being judged for doing, they can see you. So just hold a space of compassion for them. It's really compassion for yourself because you're the one hurting because you've judged yourself. And if you're unwilling to judge yourself, you're free. And if you're unwilling to judge yourself, you can really love your kids. And you're teaching them a lot too. They'll they'll awaken, they'll awaken beyond it. Oh. All right, you guys, I love you. Our our uh, resources, there's lots of resources we have on the YouTube, um, but there is a really great program. It's not a huge investment that we created for kids. It's really for parents and the kids. There's some tools and uh, different ways of doing tapping that are specific for kids, depression, and anxiety, um, and, but a lot of really great resources for parents. And it's at drkimd.com forward slash tapping kids. Oh, she used to watch you all the time. Oh, sweet lovey. Let's just send blessings to her. She's here connected with us. We're never separate. We are not our physical body. We are not our physical body, Stefania. We are not our body. So when the body is done, it doesn't mean we're done. She's here. You can connect with her anytime. And it will take some courage to open to that much love. But you've got this. You're not alone. When I started working on being a better mom, many said I was being selfish, just thinking of me. Yes, yeah, seeing it through the old paradigm, right? It took some time, but I know I see it clearly. I now see it clearly and thank the universe and God for helping me. Yeah, and there's a lot. We could go on all day. Everything that's in the old paradigm. If you um, if you focus on yourself and 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 take care of yourself, you're being selfish. You should be selfless and put everyone else first and only do what they want, right? Like that's ridiculous. In truth, as I honor myself, it does feed everyone else. So keep playing with yourself with that. Like, oh, every time you're triggered, you're in the old paradigm. And what's triggering you is bringing up that awareness so you can make a new choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you guys so much. Thank you. Everything is serving our expansion. Just remember that. Even if it feels uncomfortable or it feels excruciating, how can I let this in and stay open so I receive, so I'm aware, so I'm connected? 
because we're always guided and we're meant to live in peace and our children are meant to live in peace and their energy system will align to what our system is aligned to. So if my energetic system is, I got to look outside me for the answers. I'm not good enough. I got to keep going. That's actually what gets aligned in their energy system. It's a blueprint. If I align in, I love and honor myself unconditionally. I put my attention within for clarity and guidance. It's okay for me to love myself and release judgment. Their energy system aligns to that same thing. So if you've got kids who are like, oh, they're always grasping at me. Everybody needs a piece of me. I'm just so overwhelmed. Check out your energy system. Are you in an alignment where you're their source? They're not okay without me. I got to make sure they're all right. I'm responsible for them, right? Because they're going to take you up on it. Oh, you're my source? Oh, I'll just go over here for everything I need. And if you remember, wait a minute, I am not my kid's source. Source is their source. Or if you're in maybe codependence in your relationships, others are not my source. Source is my source. You realign up, you realign here, their energy system will realign as well. I saw this in one woman who was assisting me in my business years back and she kept having to call in. My nanny didn't come. I have to take care of my kid. I can't work. And like some simple things that just couldn't get done. And I was like, what's going on over there? Well, she's two and a half and she just won't leave me alone. I can't do any work. She's constantly grasping me. I can't even have 10 minutes. And we realigned her energy system. And she was like, I can't believe what happened. I got two hours of work done today. She played by herself. She, you know, she was with her child intermittently helping her out. She didn't just leave her there for two hours, but she was with her taking care of her work. And her child was taking, you know, playing by herself not grasping every two seconds, not in the needy, needy, because she aligned her energy system. You know, she was able to see where she was doing the same thing and her kids re realignment happened like immediately. So they're so energy sensitive. They're not creating this to, uh, to, to give you a hard time. They're creating this to show you where are you in or not in alignment. So, so always look there first. It's a great way to love your kids is to love yourself. All right. I love you guys. I'm at drkimd.com and I will. Oh, yes, Susan. Great. Thank you. Speaking of caring for yourself, can you talk about the women's retreat? Yes, we are having a beautiful event um, at Savannah Resort out, outside of Phoenix, Arizona in September. I've done this many, many times for years with just really, really, really powerful um, awakening for all of the women who've come. These are for women whether you're a parent or not. Um, and it's called, um, it's a, a resort called Sivana that we'll be at. But the retreat is at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. The event is called Alive Woman. And the premise is that as I become more fully alive, my body is nurtured, my life's nurtured, my kids are nurtured, my work is nurtured, all of it is thriving. So when I connect with myself as the point of reference, not selfish, self-love, self-connection, everything in my life begins to work differently. There's more abundance. There's more flow. There's more wisdom. There's more guidance. There's more doors opening. Um, I know my kids feel it. I mean, they're really walking evidence of my commitment to, to look and become conscious of what shit am I holding. Let it go. It's toxic for me anyway. Um, so there's much more information on the page, but it's a three-day retreat. Um, if you can't be there, there's an online portion that you can participate in that's like the four weeks leading up to it. It's a more DIY part of the course, but you'll receive a lot of what I'm doing in the retreat on the online portion. And for those of you who do want to join me live, uh, you'll receive that online portion as a preemptive sort of repatterning before you come to the actual live retreat because there's so much that we will step into and if you've had that little bit of prep it's so much easier and seamless and they're always so much fun beautiful beautiful events life-changing life-altering i would say one of the most powerful experiences that i could invite anyone to so i will stand by that hands down if it speaks to you i would love you to be a part of that retreat we'll have space for about 20 people um 20 women. So small group, definitely very intimate. You'll have one-on-one -on -one connection with me at some time during that. Everyone will have some one-on-one -on -one time. Um, and the theme this year is awakening. We are awakening into our true self, 
to actually function as that self instead of like connecting with that as a separate thing. Like, where's my wisdom? Where's my source to actually begin to fully step into that self, which is is who you really are. So letting a lot of the old structures uh, fall away and begin to um, <laughs> begin to really live as the magic and the magnificence that you are sensuality, sexuality, intimacy, connection, um, really allowing in love from others. And I know Susan has been there before in the past. So she said life changing. Um, and I would love you to be a part of that for anyone that that resonates with. Online is fabulous as well. Thank you, Susan. Um, so anyone, if you have questions, you can email us at support at drkimd.com. The link is up at drkimd.com forward slash retreat for both the online or the uh, in-person part of that. It's in uh, September and all the details are on the page. All right. I love you guys. Thank you. I can't find the link. Oh, did it not work? Let me make sure drkimd.com forward slash retreat. I'll put it right here. Um, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> here. There you go. Um, and the Mind Body Kids program is at drkimd.com forward slash tapping kids. I'll put that link here as well. All right, anything that suits you, resonates for you, I invite you to receive it. Uh, and if this video has resonated with you, you can share this with others as well. We're here every week at 11 a.m. Wednesday, 11 a.m. Mountain for Mind Body TV. And yeah, I know, I wonder if you'll be allowed to travel from the UK by then. I know there are people traveling internationally um, from Canada, from other places, we will see what happens with international travel. So um, yeah, Katerina, my 22 year old son's in a self-destructive pattern. I blame myself since I don't know for how long not being a good enough mom. See, that's the thing. Will I embody blame shame, which is a really low frequency, or will I love myself unconditionally with all my faults and foibles? Because maybe there is something you did as a gift of love to him. Because it's only when we see and embrace what we are that the healing happens, that more love comes through, that more light shows up. And if that's the medicine he's really needing, awesome. Thank you for showing me this. Thank you for showing me what I've held. I'm unwilling to make myself wrong anymore. It's a major transmutation. And honor the fact that that may be one of the hardest things you ever do in your life, but it will be worth it. And it will be a key because it's medicine. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.